All right, and welcome to our first ever movie review, spoiler review. If you have not seen The Joker and you are planning on watching it and you want no spoilers whatsoever, turn off this podcast. Do not listen to this until you watch The Joker because we are about to spoil the entire movie for you. We are about to spoil the entire movie, so quickly turn it off and stay tuned after, come listen to the episode after you watch the movie. I'm going to give you a 10 second countdown in case you're stupid (laughs) and you haven't figured it out yet. So 10, 9, Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Spoilers are about to happen. All right. So, Joker, the movie. This movie, if you listen to our first podcast, it is the, it is one of the best movies I've ever seen. I got it a ten out of ten. 10 we out said 10. it was the best Joker we've ever seen. Now, Arthur is this character that has a mental disorder. And you don't know this from the trailers. No. You just know that he's in counseling. But he actually is mentally disabled. He is. He's mentally disabled. They don't really mention, like, what the... Yeah, they don't the say The title what is of the disabled is. All you know is this. He has this disability where he laughs uncontrollably. Yes. Preferably yes. whenever he gets scared, sad, or embarrassed. Yes. And it is not a reflection of how he actually feels. No. Yeah. Which is... It's kind of like, like, if you imagine Tourette's, like... Yes. He kind of, instead of, like, twitching, he laughs. He laughs. And it's uncontrollable. Almost to the point where he chokes himself. He's laughing so hard. He can't... He's trying to keep himself from laughing and ends up... Like... He is physically hurting... I mean, it is hurting him to laugh. Yeah. And, oh, man, it just... It's, I loved that in rendition of that is why he, he laughs, laughs the way he does. Yes. Yeah. That was genius. It was so genius. So, I mean, the movie starts off with him. He's He's got his he's got his paint on his, his face. He's, on. Painting a, he's facing a mirror. Because he works for this clown company. Yes. It is a clown company that, that goes and advertises for local businesses. Yeah. And, I mean, from the very get-go, you feel sorry for him. Yes. Because he's crying at the very beginning of the movie. He's crying in front of the mirror, yes. And you're like, man, this guy is sad. Yes. This is a sad dude. Yes. And then he gets jumped by a bunch of worthless pot liquor teens. Yeah. (laughs) Which I'm like, why are these teens beating up this poor man? Yeah. And it's a jump. I mean, it's a jump. It's a jump. They literally, they 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 jump jump him. him. And you can tell. So we've all, I mean, I've seen, and I, I feel like people can speak into this. You know people that just... Don't get social cues and don't no. understand it. Where Arthur is, ch- they steal Arthur's sign. He's flipping this sign for this this company, and they steal his sign. And he chases after them relentlessly, whereas any other human being probably would have just let it go. Yep. And said, "Forget the sign. I don't want. I don't. I don't care. I don't want it." But he's so fixated on the fact that. That was his job. That's his sign. He has to have it that he's chasing them. It's kind of this, like, weird, like, noble act done by him. Yeah. Like, he's willing to go above and beyond for his job. Yeah. Then he gets jumped. And then you find out that his mother is this, like, ill woman that he's taking yes. care of. Old elderly woman. He lives with his mom. And they watch this show called um, the Murray something oh, show. Yeah, I can't. So, something Murray. It's something a talk Murray. Show. It's a, like a like a late night show. Yeah, it's Robert De Niro. Yes, who is there? And he loves this show, and he even pictures himself being on the show. And he, you know, has this like daydream where he gets called out and. He gets told like, "Hey, like, what's your name? My name's Arthur, and I live with my mom, and you know, I take I was, care of her. And yes, I, like, I don't have a dad. Yes. And then he's like, Murray Franklin's like, I'd be lucky to have a son like you. And then he kind of wakes up from the dream, and that's yes. the first instance we get of him in his head, yes. creating these alternate scenarios. And there are several moments that are like this. Yes. This is not the first time this has happened. Um, and then I'd say the the turning point of the movie is whenever he gets the gun. From the worker. Okay, so how does he get the gun? So he's at his job again. He's getting his his clown stuff on. He's getting ready to go to work again. And this guy, one of his fellow fellow clowns, gives him a gun and says, you got to take care of yourself out in these streets. Yeah. 
this is the turning point of the movie. This is when you say to yourself, That's probably not good. This was not a good decision. We're giving this mentally ill guy a gun. Yeah. Um, And then is that the first time we see him kind of have this like laughing fit? Because he's on the bus with the kid. Yeah. So this is the first time you realize what's actually wrong with him. Yes. He is on this train. He's on this bus and he's sitting by himself and there's this kid in front of him that's turned around looking at him and Arthur... He likes to make jokes and be funny, and so the kid is facing him, and he makes these funny faces to the kid and makes him laugh. Yeah. Well, the mom gets upset that this stranger is making her son laugh and says, hey, will you stop bothering my kid? Yeah. And he bursts out into a laughing fit and just can't stop laughing, and he even starts to cover his own mouth, trying to get him to stop. Yeah. And... She's addressing it, saying, you think this is funny? And he pulls out this card and hands it to her. And the card says, forgive me for laughing. It's a condition, like it's a neurological condition that does not reflect how I'm actually feeling. Yeah. And um, at this point, you're just like, holy crap. Yeah. And you can tell he's miserable. He's miserable. Like he's choking. Yeah. He can't You're like, is he about to throw up? Because he's laughing so hard. Yeah. He cannot stop laughing. And this is a theme throughout the movie that ends up getting him into trouble several times. Yes. Where he can't stop laughing. Namely, the next time he's on a train. The next time he's on a train. And there's these three little chads on the train that are kind of poking fun at this girl. They're doing what rich white men tend to do, and that's harass women. Mm -hmm. And he starts busting out in laughter. Yes. And they think that he's poking fun at them yeah and they can't figure it out so they jump him this is when the movie turns it turns and it real you then quickly realize what arthur is capable of yes and i think he does it's so it's so cool how they do that because you do you like he realizes it too yes this is the he first knows time, what he can do this is the first time he kills people yes so he kills these three guys with the gun that he got yeah and the brutal scene is whenever he shoots a dude in the leg twice yeah. And this dude's like crawling away, like screaming. He Blood. goes out of his way. So he's on his back. He's getting kicked and he's getting kicked and punched. Yep. He pulls out the gun, shoots two people. There's three guys. Yep. He wounds one and they get away. Arthur relentlessly chases after him. Yes. Where you think maybe Arthur's scared that he did it and he'll run away. Arthur actually chases him down and guns him down in a stairway. Yes. And then... He just, he runs away. He just runs away. He runs away. And was it before or after this scene that he brings a gun to a children's hospital? It was after. It was after. Yes. Okay. So, well, there's this, like, love interest. He, like, meets yes, this lady. Yes, he does. Yes. He meets a lady in an elevator at his apartment building where he lives. And this lady um, and this kid, her kid... Or in this elevator, and the elevator kind of like craps out, and they're like, "Oh, I hate this place." Yeah. And she does like gun to the head, like, boom. My God, I'd rather like, kill, kill myself than live here. Yeah. And he thinks this is just amusing. He's fixated on it throughout yes. the rest of the movie. Yes. So he like, you're kind of like, oh, like kind of love interest. And then she comes to his apartment. He follows her. He follows her. Kind of yeah. stalkerish, kind of weird. Yeah. You're like, oh, this is this is weird. You find out she works at a bank. Yeah. Wayne Bank or something like that. Yeah, Gotham Savings Bank. Gotham Savings Bank, sorry. And she's like, she comes in and kind of confronts him. He's like, were you following me today? And he's like, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, and then she, he like invites her to one of his comedy shows. Mm-hmm. And does she go? Does she not? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. We um, we later find out that he has these interactions with her as the, as the story progresses. Um, you kind of think they're dating a little bit. You do. You do. And it, it portrays it like, you, like they are. Um, and so, okay, before that, before the comedy scene, he gets, he goes to a children's hospital and performs a dance routine. And has a gun with him, not to not to do anything malicious, no, 
But it's because he's carrying it with him at all times. And as he's dancing, the gun falls out of his pocket and lands on the floor in front of all of these kids and the nurses. So then he's fired. He's subsequently fired from the from the job. Um, and then he finds out that one, the co-worker that gave him the gun actually told his boss that he was he was he bought the gun off of him. Yeah. Not that he gave it to him, but that Arthur was looking to purchase a gun. So this is when Arthur just kind of goes off the deep end. Yeah. He really goes off the deep end after that. Um, this is when he starts acting like the Joker. He kind of has yes. the classic jokes. He's got this this horn thing that he he's I don't even remember what he said, but he just kind of blows his horn a couple times. He's throws like, it you're behind talking him. out of your you know. What? Yes, and he goes burp burp burp. Yeah. And throws it behind him. He goes, wait a second, I forgot to punch out. Comes back and literally punches the punch out clock off the wall. Yeah. And you're like, holy crap. Holy crap. That was kind of funny, but <laughs> yeah. it's also kind of sadistic. Yeah. And what is wrong with this guy? And he just runs, like, goes out, and he's got this, like, newfound confidence almost. Yeah. Because he goes in and kisses this girl, his love interest. The love interest, yes. And you're yes. like, this guy is on another level right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, is this... What part of the movie are we at now? I'm trying to think. We are at where... Okay, so he, he's already killed the people at the bus stop. Yes. He has this confidence now that he's not hiding so much anymore, his feelings, but that he's actually... Oh, we need to touch on the fact that the no. psychiatrist... The psychiatrist that is seeing him, and then they yes. cut the funds. They cut the funds from for his meds. So this was super sad. Yeah. Because it's kind of a realistic thing that like mental health isn't really taken seriously mm -hmm. and nobody really funds it correctly so yeah the mental health services gets cut mm -hmm. so yeah he can't get his meds he can't go to counseling anymore and, and he in like, his counseling sessions you see that he is he is unintelligent he and is. it's not offensive to, he is actually unintelligent he can't write properly he misspells words yeah his mind's just kind of all over the place. It is all over the place. And, like, he's like, have you listened to anything I've been saying? Mm -hmm. At that point, you're like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. This guy's not getting the help he needs. No. He's like, you ask the same questions every time I come in. How's your job? Mm -hmm. How are your thoughts? And he goes, I've had, like, all I have are negative, I have are negative thoughts. Yeah. You're like, this poor guy. Yeah. So... He has this dream of being a stand-up comedian, right? Yes. And even though he's... <laughs> Not very funny. He is not funny. He has been fired from his clown job, so this is kind of his last rendition. Like, this is my last effort to make some money. Well, and, and up to this point, too, the murders have been reported. The rep you, yes. You, you start finding out that these guys work for Thomas Wayne. Yes. And Wayne Enterprises. And this is where you see the disparity in between the two classes of people, where you have the upper, the rich the class rich. and the lower class. And what happens is you actually start to see the lower class kind of revolt, revolt and get behind this clown killer. Yes. That, and they're saying, well, good riddance that they killed Wayne employees. He's a vigilante. They, they even use that verbiage, the that vigilante, clown vigilante. And then his like love interest date goes, well, I'm, I'm glad they the clown exactly. killed him. It's three and less then, pricks in Gotham. And then that just, for him, that validates everything. What he did. What he did, yes. And so they go to, he has this gig at this comedy club. And he he goes and he's the next act up. And it seems like this where you feel, you feel, you feel it's bad. agonizing for you to watch. It is. Because you know he loves it so much. He wants to be so funny. He, he wants does. to do things right. He gets on stage and I didn't see it coming. I'll be honest with you. I didn't even think about it. Him, you know, what's about to happen. He gets on stage and the laughing fit. It happens. It again. happens. And he doesn't even, he can't even get a word out of his no. mouth and he just starts laughing and he can't, he can't you're stop. Just like, you're like, oh, of all times, really? And, but this is when you realize he literally, this is just brought on by random emotions. It he's is. nervous. Of course he's nervous. And, but out of that nervousness comes the laughter, laughter that he can't stop. And then the jokes that he tells are just... Are not good. Not good. He's got this notebook filled with jokes and bad pictures. And it like kind of flops open. And you're just like, 
ah, like it's filled with like erotic images. It's just like, oh, this dude is just so. It's hard to watch. It's so hard to watch, and he tells this joke of like that he hated school as a kid, and his mom was like, "You should enjoy it because you have to work for a living," which is a crappy joke. Yeah, but nobody laughs. Yeah, he, yeah. And then he's like, I don't, I'm not going to work. I'm going to be a stand-up comedian. Yeah. But he, ba- he, and this is the first joke he barely gets through because he's laughing in the midst of so trying hard. to say this. And, and then, but in his own mind after, right, he thinks that he starts getting the ball rolling and in his own mind, he hears, hears that it's going well. And you hear this like applause. Yes. And you're like, oh, maybe the people actually are like laughing at him. Yeah. And you're like, oh, at least they're laughing. Mm-hmm. And then kind of cuts away, and you're like, oh, interesting. Because uh, you don't hear the next joke. Right. It, like, cuts out. Exactly. You don't know what else he's Which saying. Which is a really interesting part of the movie, because the movie does this multiple times. Where it just blocks out. Mm-hmm. Also, after he shoots the guys at the at the train stop, there's, like, ringing in his ears. Yes. I'm just, like, he just did something really bad. Yeah. And he's trying to, like, get away from it. Mm-hmm. Super interesting. I, yeah, that's a good point. I didn't catch that. That is a great bit of cinematography. So it like cuts away from this comedy club, and you're thinking, this guy just got some laughs. He's got this girl. They're kind of like walking around the city. That's when she makes a comment like, oh, three less pricks in Gotham City now. Hopefully yeah. he does more. Yeah. And he like kind of has a smile on his face like, I'm a good guy. <laughs> a good guy now. Um. His mom also has this obsession with Thomas Wayne. Thomas Wayne. This is that. Yeah, that is that part. Because he comes back from a, a date, using air quotations, because we'll get to that in a second. Yes. Comes back from this date, and he starts like the Murray Franklin show's on. It's like the very end. Uh-huh. And it's This Is Life by Frank Sinatra. And he like wakes his mom up. He's like, Mom, it's time for bed. And he like starts dancing with his mom. Yeah. Which was kind of weird. Yeah, it was strange to watch. But his mom's like, oh, okay. And she, like, goes lay down, and she's like, I wrote another letter for Thomas. And it's just laying on the table. Yeah. So, as anybody is, they're curious. So he goes and opens the letter and begins reading it, only to find out that Thomas Wayne is his father. Yeah. Huge twist. This is the first big twist of the movie, where you're like, what the heck? Yeah. Like, no wonder she's obsessed with him. Uh-huh. It's his, it's his father. Yeah. It's the father of her child. So, that kind of sends him... <laughs> he gets pissed. He gets pissed. And the next scene is him, like, yelling at his mom. Her mom locks herself in the, the bathroom, bathroom because she's scared. Yep. And he kind of, like, calms down. He's like, I just... Okay. He goes to... <laughs> he goes to Wayne Manor... This was great. This was so I great. I loved this scene. I loved this scene. Because you get the first interaction with Bruce. With Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne is not old at all. Bruce Wayne is probably... Eight. Anywhere between eight and ten. Eight and ten. Because he's cognizant enough not to open up the gate... Yes. But he's also curious enough to stand there. So what's happening is Arthur shows up to Wayne Manor. And, of course, it's gated. It's this huge property. And Bruce is out by himself in this sort of, um, what would you call that? Like a, a pavilion almost? Pavilion, pergola Pergola kind of thing. thing. Yeah, he's by himself. He's kind of just chilling. Walk, uh, Arthur comes up and sees Bruce. Does something very similar to what he does with the kid on the bus. Where he tries to be funny. Yep. And puts on this clown nose. Yeah. Lowers his head to where Bruce can't see him. And when he comes back up, he has a clown nose. Yep. Bruce, interested by Arthur, meets him at the gate. Which is like this like kind of funny scene because Arthur's like pretending like he's like walking downstairs. Yeah. It's like low behind the wall. And Bruce is kind of like, what the heck is this guy doing? He's just being weird. He's just being weird. Kind of funny. Kind of like just weird. And up until this point, as Bruce and, and Arthur are walking to meet to the gate, I can't help but think of every Batman and Joker interaction I've ever seen yes. in a movie. Because with with that in mind, with Joker having seen Bruce as a kid. Yes. Like, think about that. Like, Joker having known Bruce as a from kid. the moment he was a kid. Yes. So they meet in front of this gate. And... He's like... 
Arthur is tempting Bruce to open the gate, pretty much. He's using this magic wand. He's just, like, kind of waving it, like, points at the gate. The gate doesn't open. He's like, wait a second. Does yeah. it again. And then he gives the wand to Bruce to, like, I assume, like, try to open it yeah. up. And, and it flops down. It's this fake wand yeah. or whatever. And then he hands it back to Arthur. Arthur pulls out some flowers. He gives the flowers to Bruce. Super eerie. Like, the whole thing. At this super point. Super weird. Like, we've already seen Arthur kill three guys. Yeah. Like, in cold blood. He's already crazy. We know that. Mm-hmm. So, I'm thinking of all the worst things in my head that could possibly happen. He I'm knows like, Bruce is, is Thomas's son. Yeah, I'm like, Bruce is either about to get killed. He's about to get... I really thought he was going to kidnap him and, like, hold him for ransom. Yeah, I didn't know what was going to gonna happen. Then I assume it was Alfred. It was Alfred. I think that I was mean, Alfred. They never said it was Alfred, but it but was But it was Alfred. Alfred. Kind of comes out to Bruce's rescue. Well, and what does Joker do to Bruce? He puts his fingers in his mouth and yes. makes him smile. Uncomfortably. That was... It was super creepy. Super creepy. Super creepy. Uh, it was an uncomfortable. It wasn't like a playful thing. No, I mean he was pushing his lip, like, like you his could mouth, see his up. gums. His gum was. Up. I mean, it was. It was not. He was not being nice with it. I no, mean, it was. And then uh, Alfred comes up and sort of breaks it up. But then like Arthur is like, listen, like I need. To, I, need I need to talk to, talk to Thomas, Thomas Wayne. Wayne. And Arthur, of course, Alfred's not letting him in. And no. then he begins to. He reaches out and grabs Alfred well, by the neck. And this is before that. Arthur goes, I'm Tom, I'm Penny oh, Fleck's yeah. son. Like, uh, Thomas is my dad. Mm-hmm. Ar- like, Alfred's, no, like, Alfred's like, nothing happened. Yeah. Kind of like, hush, hush. Like, nobody's supposed to know that yeah. kind of thing. Is yeah. what they make you think. Yeah. And then, yeah, Alfred's close enough, and Arthur just reaches through the gate and begins to choke him. Right. And I'm like, is he about to kill Alfred? Like, what the heck? And he gets pretty close. He's pretty close. But then he lets him go and runs him runs away. There's nothing really that let, uh, causes him to let go of Alfred. No, he just Bruce is kind of just standing there watching, yeah. and he just lets him go and, and runs and yeah. runs away. Um. Later, we find out you know like as these this clown stuff gets to be more and more. Wait a minute. Wait 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 wait. I think before this happens, he finds out he he comes back home. His mom is being wheeled out into an ambulance. Yep. And he gets into the ambulance. They go to the hospital. And this is, again, you see the love interest is with is with Alfred, not Alfred, Arthur. And she's consoling him and spending time with him. And Arthur is sitting outside of the emergency room. And up come these two detectives. And they say, hey, we went to your apartment, but you weren't there. So we talked to your mom. Mm-hmm. And then Arthur is like... Did you cause this? this? And they were like, no, she became hysterical and all this. And they were like, okay, he was pissed off at him. Mm-hmm. And then the, te- the detectives say, so we, we have a few questions for you. We were like, number one, they're about the killings in the subway. And they were like, um, you were seen with a gun dressed up as a clown at a children's hospital. Why would you bring a gun to a children's hospital? And Arthur's response is that it's a prop for his. It's a prop. It's a fake gun. It's not real. Arthur is a clown. Yeah. And so he handles himself pretty well. Better than I thought he was going to handle himself. He really does. And gets pissed off at the detectives and runs straight into a glass door. (sighs) That's an exit only sign. He's standing there trying to wave the door open. Yeah. And the cops are like, idiot, it's an exit only. Yeah. And he just like walks in. He's he like because someone else was walking out. He he's able to walk in. You're just like, man, this guy's a nut job. Yeah. He comes back in. Comes back in the hospital. The Murray Franklin shows on. Yeah. And they play his comedy routine. And it's a joke. Yes. They are railing on Arthur. Yes. It's his comedy bit. It's his comedy. Someone bit. recorded the comedy bit of him laughing hysterically. And you hear the joke that you thought got all the laughs, and it got nothing. Got nothing. And Murray actually uses every single thing that Arthur did in that act against him. And it's everybody's biggest fear, is to be made fun of publicly. Yes. On a huge stage. Especially a show like that that Arthur actually idolizes. He idolizes it. He views Murray as sort of this father figure to him. Yep. But then Murray is shown... 
making fun of him and berating him in front of pretty much millions of people that watch this show. Yes. So then Arthur snaps. I mean, I don't know if that's the moment Arthur snaps, but Arthur lo- Arthur gets pissed again. I think that is. That's one of the moments. That's one of the more significant moments that he loses his mind. Because is that when he... When does he... Okay, so it's... Does he... Is that when he goes to the... To the theater? To the theater. So, Thomas Wayne's running for mayor. He is running Gotham for mayor. City, and he's at this big event. It's just like Charlie Chaplin movie kind of thing. It's yeah. like a movie theater. Um, but there's these protests outside. And it, people are starting to get a hold of the clown. The clown yes. aspect of things. He's getting this really, like, violent following. Yeah. People, um, he's feeling like people are starting to notice him. Yes. He's felt unnoticed his whole life. But this clown thing, he's being identified he's, as this, hey, people actually care people about care me. About like, me. yeah. Um, and he sneaks into this movie theater. Yeah. And, like, I'm like, oh, he's going to shoot Thomas Wayne. He's going to yeah. kill Thomas Wayne. But no, he just wants to talk to him. He dresses up as this, like, concierge like outfit he sneaks in um begins watching the movie and notices that thomas gets up to go use the restroom and follows thomas to the restroom and he's just kind of standing there and thomas is like yes what do you what do you want like kind of like rich snobby like why are you even in here like you're you're below me what do you want he goes he goes what do you want an autograph yeah he even says that and that's when arthur's like you're Thomas Wayne. You're my dad. Yeah. And Thomas is like, what are you talking about? He's like, my mom, Penny Fleck. You slept with her. I'm your son. And that's when you find out Penny Fleck is insane. Yeah. She has a mental disability. She worked for the Waynes, but she got released. She was, yeah. Because she was a danger to people. Yeah. And you find out that Arthur was actually adopted. Arthur was adopted by Penny. And if you think it can't get any worse, it did. Yeah, it gets a lot worse. Because not, now he's not this like son of Thomas Wayne. Like he's just a nobody again. Literally. Just an adopted nobody with a crazy person as a mom. Mm-hmm. So Thomas punches him straight in the face. Yeah. Which was also like, geez Louise. Yeah. Like, holy cow, this poor guy. Um because he's like, if you ever touch my son again, I'll kill you. Yeah. Punches him straight in the face. We're all like, okay, that's fair. So this this is when Arthur goes to Arkham. Yes, he goes to Arkham State Hospital. To figure out who the heck he is. Yes. He's looking for answers. And he goes up to the admin, the guy who the guy who files all the paperwork, and they get Penny's files. Mm-hmm. And he learns that he's actually adopted. You learn, he learns his mother's crazy. His mother's actually crazy. She's been admitted to Arkham. She, in, yeah, she's been admitted to Arkham. I don't Arkham. know if you noticed she was lobotomized. Uh-uh, I didn't yeah. notice that. She was lobotomized. I didn't see that. Which is oh, why geez. she only has, like, half a brain now. Yeah. Um, and then she has, like, all these, like, she's, like narcissistic personality disorder. Yes, yeah, a narcissistic personality. Some other thing. I can't remember. Yes. Yeah. He steals the file. He's not allowed to take it. The guy won't give it to yeah. him. So Which he, I like, kind of like that. The admin guy, they're having like a good conversation. Super yeah. chill. And this is when Arthur first confesses to something. Yeah. He's like, I did something really bad. I did really. I, did, I messed up. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, oh, is he about to tell this guy? <laughs> um, and the admin assistant reads it and he goes, oh man. And he like closes he it He realizes really fast. how bad it really is. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I can't release this. That's when Arthur steals the file. And runs down the hallway, down the stairwell, and is running away. And while he's running away, he checks the file. And you learn even worse things about him. Like, ugh. The fact that not only is he adopted, not only is he not the son of Thomas Wayne, and his mother has disabilities, he was actually beaten as a child. And his mom allowed it. His mom allowed it. He was tied to to a radiator. radiator was given severe brain damage and has trauma, crazy trauma. Crazy PTSD has there basically pretty much every single reason why he is the way he is. Yeah. Because of all this stuff that happened to him as a child. And you learn it's all because of his mom. 
It's all because of his mom allowing her boyfriend to do it to yeah. to Arthur. And to her, too. And to her, yeah, as well. Like, dang. Yeah. And you flash back to a scene where they're, the police are actually interviewing Arthur's mom as she's younger. Yes. And they're like, do you understand that like you allowed this to happen and blah, blah, blah? Well, and then she was... And she, she kept, keeps saying she that kept it's say, Thomas Wayne's yeah. kid. She kept saying, like, no, it's Thomas's kid. And they're like, no. No, like, it's not. He's adopted. Like, you've made that up in your head. Yes. And it's not a... She really has made it up she in her head. She has It's it not one of those head. things where they're trying to cover it up. He really... He really is not Thomas's son. No. So he, she I has mean, these like delusions of grandeur. Yes. And yeah, and they're like, he was found malnourished, tied to a radiator. Yes. With multiple bruises all over his body, which is not unlike his current condition. Yes. He is malnourished. He's bruised everywhere. He's not being taken care of. And he like. We keep saying that this is the moment that he turns. There's so many turning There's points. There's so many, yeah. Because, like, each time it just gets worse and worse. Yes. This is the worst. Because he realizes, holy, like, I really am a nobody. I really am a nobody. Nobody I'm cares about me. Yes. Like, my own mother doesn't even care about me. Yes. Yes. And this is when he goes to the hospital. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is when it. This is when you see Arthur's it full potential. It gets dark. Yes. And he's like... Penny Fleck. I always hated that name. And you're and like, you're oh, like oh, gosh. God. And she's like barely coherent. Yeah, she's not. She's, yeah. And that's when he goes, or she says something like happy. And he goes, I haven't been happy a day in my life. Yeah. And he goes, I used to think my life was a comedy. Now I realize it's a tragedy. While he's like, yeah, he's suffocating her with a hospital pillow. Yeah, kills his mom. Kills his mom. Leaves the hospital. Leaves the hospital. Pouring he, rain. Okay, so here's the thing. Here's a huge twist that I I did not see coming. He chooses to go into his love interest's apartment. apartment. Now, what's alarming from the get-go is that he doesn't address her as no. he walks in. And and she's putting her kid like to bed. He's like kind of mumbling like incoherent things. Yes. And like this is the first part of the movie he actually looks insane. Yes. Like you're kind of fearful he, of it. Cuz like at this point I I'm completely when we talk about so like we don't know what he's capable of and we don't know what he's going to do next. This, this is was, exactly what we're talking about. We do like, up not to the, know what he's going to do. Up to the point like he's just kind of this like kind of aloof like crazy guy who um you kind of feel like is just protecting himself. Yes. Like whenever he shot those guys he was just kind of I don't want to say that. Like, I'm not making light well, of the it was murder. was self-defense, but, I mean, yeah, Like, he, he just kind of, like, lost his cool and just had a gun and just shot him. He didn't just kill him for no reason. I mean, he he had a motive behind it. But now it kind of seems like he's just acting on impulse. Like, he's just completely lost it. So, yeah, he's completely lost it. He In his current mental state, he, he is not holding anything back. Yes. He realizes his life's, like, a complete mess and... Like, not anything that he ever dreamed it would be. So he's sitting, he chooses to go into his love interest apartment. He sits down on the couch with his head over. And she's she terrified. comes out and is terrified that he's in there. She's like, you're in the wrong apartment. But the interesting thing she says, she's like, your name's Arthur, right? And then you realize that she was never there. She was never there. She, they were never a thing. And you're like, oh my gosh, it was all made up. He made this all up in his head. Yeah, everything. She's terrified. He's insane. And then he puts, like, the fake gun up to his head, uh-huh. does the thing, and you're like, what? Yeah, she's, like, begging him to leave. Yeah, she's like, my, my daughter's in the other room. Like, you need to go. The next scene is him walking down the hallway quickly, quickly. to his room. And as he's sitting on the couch, you see police lights. Yes. Like drive by the, coming up to the apartment. Coming up to the apartment, and one one can only assume what he happened killed in there. One, if not both, if of not it. both, yeah. And you're like, man, this guy is not human anymore. No, no, he is not human. <clears throat> um, and then he has the scene where he gets in the refrigerator. That was weird. That was really weird. He gets I don't know the, why he did that. He empties out enough space in the fridge for him to get in. He closes himself in the fridge. 
But I feel like that was just to show like he's just he's just crazy. Lost it at this yeah. point. Then the next morning he wakes up from his bed and he gets a call. And the call is from Murray, Murray yeah. Franklin show, and it's the assistant that's in charge of booking dates. And the assistant is like, Hey, we just recently showed a clip from your comedy bit and Murray wants to bring you on the show. And you can tell he's conflicted. Yes, because he knows having, he's about to get just made fun of. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. That's all that's going to happen. But she asks if he'll come on the show. He says yes. And it's in a week that he'll be on the show. She asks if he'll be available next Thursday. And he says yes, he will go. You don't know what the heck he's going to do. No. No, you, you have no idea what he's capable of at this point. Um I'm trying to think of what happened after that leading up into the show. I am too, because I feel like there was, I mean, there's one scene, but that was the day of the show. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what happened in between that. I don't know. I'm trying to remember. I, I mean, it's not, cru- if I can't remember it, it it's wasn't not, crucial. It, it, absolutely crucial. Um, the clown thing gets bigger and bigger. Yes. Um. So he's like rehearsing what he's going to do yes. for the Murray Franklin show. So he's like watching these like reruns of the show. Yes. Kind of gets this like routine down where he like, he like perfects like his entrance. Uh-huh. And like gets the wave down. It was kind of like a, kind of a cool scene. Yeah. It was a very like disturbing scene, kind of bone chilling scene. So he like sits down in the chair like next to Murray and he's like rehearsing what he's going to say and like how he's going to say it. Mm-hmm. And then he like has this bit where he's like, "You want to hear a joke?" Yeah, like, oh, this is true Joker fashion. <laughs> knock knock, and then he pulls out the gun and he pretends to shoot himself in the in like, the face. In the face. Yeah, and you're like, he's about to go on the show and kill himself. Yes, and you can tell he's adamant he's on it. He's adamant on doing it. He's do he is gonna do it no matter what. And yeah, he's trying to perfect. He's making a statement. Yes, he is making a statement. So he um. He's preparing for the show, and he, more and more, I feel like something else happened. I can't remember what it is. I can't either. Um, you know, he's just getting darker and darker and darker. Um, but, so he is preparing to go on the show, and he has this brand new makeup. He's and He painted his hair, like dyed his hair he green. He dyes his hair green, yes. Which is classic. Paints his face, has this like kind of wonky suit. In... Come or he gets a knock on the door, and he's like, "Oh crap!" Like I'm guessing, you probably think it's like the cops. Yeah. Um. So he's like face painted white, completely white, shirtless, yeah, shirtless, and he puts these scissors in his back pocket. Yes. For a weapon to uh-huh. have on the ready. And in come his two coworkers. One, the, the guy, guy who gives him the who gun, gave him the gun, who ratted on him, and uh, like the. Assistant manager, boss, yeah, it's like he, midget guy. Yeah. Um, so he like, they come in, they're like, do you need some cheering up? They like bring in like a bottle of alcohol. Yeah, yeah. They're like, you need Because I hear that up. his mom passes yeah. away. Yeah. So they're like, oh, we came by, like, hope you're doing okay. He locks the door. Locks when the door behind When he locks the door, them. I'm like, something's about to go down. Mm-hmm. Like he's got this look in his eye. Yeah. And, um. The big guy, the guy who sold him the gun. I can't even remember what the what the dialogue was. Well, it was um, talking about. He was like, you know, I'm sorry about you know you you lost your job at the clown place and your mom passed away. And then he Arthur is just like, well, I don't care. Yeah. Like I'm I'm actually I'm fine. I'm better than I'm, I ever I'm have better been. than I ever have been. And so he offers his his condolences, and Arthur quickly just creeps up like slower and slower and slower and ends up just he rips the scissors out of his back pocket and stabs the guy in his neck yep and, and then, just violently and then right to the forehead and then multiple times against the wall just slams his head boom, up against boom, the wall boom and this like other guys just cowering in yeah. fear and you just like feel this like it was a heavy scene yeah it was it was a really like Arthur's covered in blood the apartment's covered in blood this other guy is, like, terrified yeah. that something's about to happen. Yeah. And he, like, can't even look at the guy because I'm sure he's just mutilated. Yeah. 
and the other guy, the midget, can't reach the lock. Yeah, because oh well, Arthur has no interest in killing the no. midget. The midget, he he was like the one guy who was, was actually nice to he him. He was nice to him. He was like, "You're the only one that's ever been nice." He's like, "You can go. Like, I'm not gonna work. I'm not gonna hurt you." Yeah, just go no, he goes up to the door. He can't reach the lock. And you're like kind of laughing because you, you yeah. like feel bad for laughing. But yeah. You're kind of laughing. You're like, "This is wild. This yeah. is true Joker fashion." Yeah, unlocks the door. He's like, "Just go, go, quick. just go. Have a good day." <laughs> Kisses him on top of the head. Yeah, and he goes, and then Arthur's like, "This is when you get like the stare dancing scene." Yeah, Arthur's giddy. Yes, he he is coming to his own. He's found out. He's found an identity that he feels comfortable with, and he's preparing to go to the show and all that. And so he gets into the. The dressing room. Well, then you have the cops at the top of the stairs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the yeah. cops start chasing him. about that scene. Yeah. Yeah. The cops start chasing him, chasing Arthur, because they know that he's, uh, they pretty much figure out that he's um, killed these three guys on the subway, and that, honestly, they probably figured out that he killed a bunch of other people, too. Um, so this, like, starts off as, like, a chase through Gotham City, and... It, they end up on the same subway train that he killed those three guys on. Yeah, and it's a, tr- it's a it's a train car full of clowns. They're on the way to the rally. They're on the way to a rally, um, to protest. It's pretty much, I don't think we touched on this. So the clowns signify that like, the the rich need to be taken over. Yeah. Like, it's this, like, revolt of the lower class. Yes, it is. And everybody, like, it's really big. It's gaining there traction. Is a, there's quite a following. And it's violent. And it's, like, it's this, like, chase scene through the trains. Mm-hmm. And they, like, there's so many clowns. You don't know which one's Arthur. Yeah. Arthur's just kind of, like, making his way through, like, weaving in between. And they finally get to him. But then, like, the clown, like, the clowns, like, take over the cops and make the cops shoot a guy. Yeah. And then they, like, start beating up the cops. Yeah. And Arthur gets Arthur away. gets away. Yeah. And he ends up at the Murray Franklin show mm-hmm. in the dressing room. They're like, why do you have that makeup on? Like, you can take that off. Exactly. Because they, in their eyes, it's a political statement. It's a political statement. Because it is such a political thing right now. Because it's the lower class is, like, saying, look, like, you, you call on us clowns, pretty much. Like, yes. Like, you, you know. Uh, yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, Thomas Wayne literally calls them clowns. Yeah. Which is, like... What the heck? <laughs> yeah. Why'd you do that? So, yeah, he's in the dressing room, and Murray's kind of giving them a rundown of the show. Like, don't do, like, don't go off script. Yeah, no don't off, use vulgar language. No off color jokes. Yeah. Like, just the normal things. And then this is when Arthur first refers to himself as Joker. Yes. So he goes, Can you, whenever you bring me out, can you call me Joker? Yeah. He's like, Because sure. you called me Joker. That's what you called me on your show. Was yeah, a Joker, and he's like, "Sure, yeah, that, that I works." I will call you good. a Joker. <laughs> so then we get to the show, <laughs> and at this point, like as the audience, I firmly thought he was going to kill himself. Oh, I I was one hundred percent like he's going to kill. He's going to kill himself. He's going to do what he practiced. Yeah. So he gets out on the show, like does this like big routine, like spins. People are clapping and laughing at him. Like, kisses this old lady who's on the show. Yeah. It's like, this guy is so weird. And sets down and starts making these, like, off-color comments about himself. Kind of, like, kind of yeah. self-deprecating comments. Yeah. And this is when you figure out that Murray's just having him on the show to make him make fun of him. Yes. Yes. He's just berating him. And you're like, man. Again. Again. <laughs> this is rough. They yeah. play the clip. They do play the clip again. And yeah. And... This is when Murray kind of like leads, leads him on, and it's like, I've heard you've been having some new material. You want to tell us a joke? And he gets out this joke book, and it's similar to the one. It's similar to what happens when he's on a stand-up, where yeah. he's fumbling, and you can kind of fumbling. He's kind of nervous. You can see the images yeah. that he has in there. Yeah, and he goes, knock knock, and Murray goes, you needed to get that out for a knock knock joke. And what's important is that Arthur loves. Things to go a certain way. Yes. And what happened? And Murray's comment throws a wrench in the way he was gonna set this up. And you literally see this in his eyes. Like yes. I firmly believe that he didn't. I go, don't think he was gonna. He yeah. wasn't going to do what he did. Yeah. 
until Murray said that. Yes. And then he had this line that he'd written in this notebook that was like, I hope my death makes more sense in my life. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of this like idea that he keeps coming back through throughout the movie. Yeah. And he looks at it. And I think that's when it hits him. Like people notice me. Yeah. And he's like, I can make a statement. And that's when he makes this like really bad joke, mm-hmm. like r- really bad joke. Yeah. About, like a drunk driving joke. Yeah. Drunk driving. Yeah. It was not good. No. And he was like, Ugh. And they're like, that's not funny. Murray's like, like, you can't say that. Yeah. Arthur, you cannot say that. Yeah. And that's when he just goes on this, like, kind of tyrant. Yeah. Rampage. Of, like, I'm a loner. And you have made, you have isolated me more and more. And you've treated me like trash. And this is what you get when that happens. Well, and he publicly admits to the murders. Yeah. Oh, that is right. He publicly says in front of the show, he's like, yeah, it's kind of like that time when I killed those guys on the subway train. And they're like, wait, wait, are you kidding? Like, and so then he keeps going with it. He's like, yeah, no, I killed those guys. Yeah. And then Murray's like, you actually did it, didn't you? Like, you you're, really you're did not kill joking. those guys. You're not joking. And he's like, no, like, I killed, I those, killed guys. those guys. And he was like, they deserved it. And Murray was like, you think those guys deserved it? Like, really? And all that. And he was like, yeah, they're bad people. And that's when Arthur goes into this whole... You know, like you versus us thing. Yeah. Where all they do is like make fun of people that are, you know, not as successful as they are. Different. And yeah, Yeah. like all you successful people are just looking down on us. And And Murray is defending himself saying, no, you guys didn't make anything of your lives. And And a part of, yeah, a part of you is like, man, the rich can't do this. Yeah. Like you're actually thinking, like I was actually thinking that. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a really good point. Yeah. Like, these people are looking down on these people that aren't as good as them, as good as them in air quotes. Mm-hmm. You're like, that's kind of, that's not, that's wrong. Yeah. That's a wrong ideology to hold. Yeah. And that's when Arthur's like, I'm a loner. Uh, and you've made me even more alone. And you treated me like trash. Yes. And he points it back at Murray. He says, yeah. Murray asks him the question. He says, who's bad? Yeah. Who is who is bad? Who is doing this to you? And he goes, "You are. You are. You are the one that did it." Like pretty much, like you've made fun of me. Yeah, you've turned me into this joke. Mm-hmm. You've. I'm a loner. I've I've got a mental illness, and you've made me feel like trash. Yeah, and that's. And this is what you get. And he pulls out the gun and shoots Murray boom, in the face, right in the face, and then shoots him again. Yes, and you're just like, Phew. yeah. Because it completely turns from, like, Arthur's going to, like, kill himself mm-hmm. to now he's killed Murray. Yeah. Has no interest in killing himself now. No. Then you see cla- you you see classic TV series Joker where he dances like, <laughs> after he does crazy stuff. And then he grabs the camera. like Very, like, the, Heath Ledger very fashion. Very Heath Ledger fashion. He grabs the camera. The end of the movie was very Heath Ledger-esque. <laughs> yes, it was. And I feel like, but that's okay. That because is totally okay. that is the part of Heath Ledger's Joker that is so good. Yes. Just, like, crazy guy. Grabs a camera. I don't even remember what he said. I don't remember what he said. He got cut off. He was like... <sighs> something about, like... I don't know what he was. I, I really, what he I said. really did not. I don't think I heard a word. Because I think I was just so shocked at what had just happened. Yeah, and yeah, like cuts off, and it goes to this like, like standby screen. Yeah, because they cut the broadcast. Yeah, and then it goes to like all these like different TVs and like a new station. Yeah, it's like all these like TVs and like popular host Murray Franklin shot dead tonight on his show. Yes, and it's like playing different clips of like what happened. Yeah, it's like. Oh my gosh, like he actually did this. Yeah. And then the next scene is just Gotham City, just chaos. Complete chaos. Pandemonium, classic like, Gotham City. Like, like Joker caused all of this. Yes. And because all those people saw that broadcast. Yes. And they saw the clown mask. The clown mask person was the one that killed Murray. And it was that symbol happening in real life. Yes. Like it was that switch for everyone else. So Joker's in the back of a cop car because he'd been arrested. And his paint's running. His very paint's Heath running. Ledger again. Heath Ledger, like, head on the police glass. Like, yes. very much. Like, do you remember that scene in Dark Knight where Heath Ledger's, like, driving the police car? And yes. Like, leans out the window. And he's, yeah, he's, like, like his hair slicked back. Caressing like, his hair, yeah. The paint's kind of running. Very similar to this, what's happening now. And he just starts laughing. Yeah. 
And the cops like, you think this is funny? Because mm-hmm. the city's just burning down. Isn't the police car gets hit out of nowhere? Yeah. And like the two like two clown guys like pull Joker out because they're like, this is the leader. Yeah. This is the leader here. They pull him out and they put him on the, the hood, the hood of, this of a car. Police car. I think they assume he's dead. Yeah. Yeah. And they just like like this they is don't the, try to revive him or anything. No, they like, kind of just lay him on the roof like of the car. this is the leader kind yeah. of thing. And then it like pans to like this really ritzy hotel. You can tell all these rich people are just flooding out. Yes, because it's I'm assuming the hotel's just it's in shambles. It's in shambles. Yeah, and we see Martha and Thomas Wayne run out and of, a young Bruce yes. run out of this hotel into an alleyway, and you see a. A criminal Joker thug. Joker thug with a clown mask on, which makes sense because we never really know who shoots his parents. Yes. That is the scene that happens next. This is a scene where my jaw was dropped. Yes. Because it was so good. It was so good. It was so good because you can literally tie in any single Batman movie into it. Oh my gosh. They can do so much with this. Because it's this thug and Thomas Wayne's like, no, like don't do this. Shoots Thomas. Yes. And Martha's screaming. Bruce is just shocked yeah and the thug comes up shoots martha and grabs her pearls rips the pearls out classic comic book fashion (sighs) and bruce is left there with his dead parents and you're just like this is where batman came from yes that is what leads me to believe that this joker is what's going to be used in future dc and it was perfect because and joker comes back to life comes back revives and he begins all these people start praising him, and yes. he starts dancing on the hood He's of the like car. He's like on the hood of the car, like blood's and, coming out of his mouth. Yes, and he uses his own blood to, to make, like, a smile. make a smile. And you're like, oh yes. my gosh. And it gives this idea that I love this, that the Joker is, an, is a timeless thing. Yeah. there's If you kill a Joker, there's always going to be another one to come in its place. Yeah. Which yeah. is so interesting. Yeah. So the end of the movie puzzled me. There's not much that happens, you know, like like after that. He is shown. He's in Arkham, I assume. He's in Arkham Asylum. I'm I'm just, I'm just gonna say it's Arkham it was, Asylum. It was Arkham, it was Arkham, Arkham Asylum. And he's stand, He's sitting across from a psychiatrist, and he starts laughing. He doesn't have any. He doesn't have any paint on. He doesn't have any no. paint in his hair. He's kind of just back to Arthur, and he starts laughing, and the psychiatrist is like. Why are you laughing? And he was just like, just thinking of a joke. And it was right after that scene and of Bruce being alone. Like, do you remember the? There's a flashback when he says that to Bruce being alone with his dead parents. Uh-huh. And he's like, I'm just thinking of a joke. And the joke is that Bruce's parents are dead. Yeah. And and she's like, What's the joke? He's like, You wouldn't get it. Yeah. And he starts singing, That's life. Yeah. Which is the end of the Murray Franklin show. That's the song that they play. Yeah. And he's shown, uh, is he dancing or running out? He's like, kind of like hopping, like kind of skipping, kind of dancing, kind of running. Yeah. With blood on the bottom of his shoes. So you assume that he had just killed this lady. Yeah. And then he's running away from someone that's trying to restrain Which him. Which is just like very like kind of funny scene. Yeah, where they were kind like, of cross back and forth. Kind of like, like cartoony. Very, very cartoonish. Very, very like cartoonish. comic bookish. Yeah, he's like running down a hallway. And you see this like worker like running after him. Yeah. And you see Joker running back the other way and the same thing. And you're just like, what? It was very. Very yeah. like cartoonish. Very cartoony. And that's the end of the movie. Yeah. It was wild. It was wild. One of the best, I mean, as you unpack it, there's just so much to break down. And I thought of a scene where Arthur's trying to get bits for his comedy. Now we're going back to, I mean, that was the end of the movie. That's the storyline of the movie. That's the storyline of the movie. I'm thinking back to this part where he's trying to get comedy bits for his his show. And he's sitting at the same comedy uh, booth that he gets berated at. And he... You understand that he just doesn't get social cues because he laughs at all the wrong points of the time. And like parts where other people are laughing, he doesn't laugh. But then he picks up on it and he starts laughing at the very end of like, you know, how the laughter dies. And there's always that one person that laughs too long. That's Arthur because he doesn't understand when to laugh. And so he's writing down what he thinks people think are funny. Yeah. 
and he's just an outcast through this he's entire totally film until he gets this Joker movement. Yeah. And people start rallying behind him. Oh, this movie is so good. Wow. Has to be the best Joker. Has to be the best Joker rendition. Better than Heath Ledger. I agree. Heath, Le- Heath Ledger is definitely second, but this Joker yeah. was just... You just... You had no idea what was going to happen. No. No. I The um, entire time, you had no idea what he was going to do. No. Because he was didn't. just so unpredictable. No. I mean, they have to do... They have to keep using this. This was just set up too well. Arkham was established. Gotham City was established. The the Wayne family was there. Yep. The Joker gang is established at what, the end of the movie. What I lo- like, I really hope they do like an Arkham Asylum kind of movie. They should, yeah. We're like well, Arkham, Arkham. You assume like, it's Arkham Asylum. We're like Joker kind of just takes over. Yeah. Yeah. Because he very much has this like weird charisma when he has the paint on. He gets more charisma. He he gets into his own more when he like he's is like Joker. Confident. Yeah. It's yeah. like weird confidence. Like when he he dances and he is more bold in the yeah. things he says. And the thing about the laughing is he almost turns it into a like a sarcastic laugh. Yeah. Like when he doesn't think something's actually funny. Like the guys, his coworkers, before he kills them, before he kills that one guy, says something. Yeah. Can't remember what he says, but yeah, he like sarcastically laughs at him. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just like, this guy hates this other so guy. So then, he, yeah, he starts honing that laugh. Yeah. Like to use it for his own his own purpose instead. Which of, that laugh is bone chilling. Yes, it is. It's a great Joker laugh. I heard that he, that Joaquin Phoenix actually studied people who have this condition and molded it after that. Really? Yeah. He spent time watching people who had that condition. I heard he kind of went crazy. Well, I mean, if you're going to play Joker, I feel like that's a that's a common thread. Like he kind of went a little crazy. Like Jared he, Leto. He lost a ton of weight. I don't know if the, you noticed that during the movie. Well, yeah. He's I'm wondering really skinny. He's very, so, very skinny. I'm going to pull up a picture of Joaquin Phoenix real quick for you. So this is what he looks like. Part of me was wondering if that was CGI. That's or? what he looks like. Right now? And, like, just his normal guy. Yeah. Like, this is him during during her. Okay. Like, filled out face. Yeah. He lost a ton of weight. Yeah. Because you can see, like, his scapulas. You can see everything. Yeah. Like, his face is very sunken. Oh, man. He went, yeah. He, he went, went all, all out. out for it. He did. I mean, yeah, like I said, I mean, I give this movie 10 out of 10. I do, too. Joker rendition. I just the the other parts of the DC universe have to catch up. Then this new Batman that um, Robert Pattinson Robert, Robert Pattinson's gonna play has to tie in with this Joker. Either that or you use just this keep, as momentum. Yes, like if you're the, truly gonna use like a DC universe, use this as momentum. Yes. Otherwise, just keep doing these solo films like this because this was so interesting. It was. It was. I'm just looking at like that's a. That's a good Joker. Yeah, it is. They did such a good job. Such a good job with this film. A great first film for our first movie review. Yes. Uh, wow. I'm definitely going to go see it again. I will I'm definitely be definitely going to see, go it see it again. again. Maybe I'll catch what he actually said into the camera. I'll be listening for it next time. But I literally, I don't know what he said. I forgot about this scene. After he kills the guys, he goes into the bathroom and just yes, starts, and he dancing. starts dancing. I think that's when he realized I can kill people. Yeah. Yeah. And he even says that. He's like, I thought I'd feel bad, but I didn't. Yeah. He didn't feel bad. Like, oh my gosh. It like made him identify more with himself. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I want to go see it again. <laughs> I know. I'm definitely going to go see it again. Uh <sighs> Oh man, I, I I can't really think of anything else. Um, no, you just got to go see it for yourself. Yeah, you have to go see this movie. Have to. It is um. It is absolutely necessary. I mean, I um. Yeah. I just can't say enough about it. I can't say enough good things about it. All right. Well. That is um. That is it for this movie review. Um, this, if if you guys like this, this might be a thing. 
Yeah, any I'm big okay with, I enjoyed it. Any big movies that come out, even if you guys don't like it, yeah, I enjoyed it too, so <laughs> yeah. you might just have to deal with it. <laughs> but like any big movies that come out, we'll do a review. Yeah. Spoiler review of them. All right. Well, that's it. Stay tuned for uh, new episodes next week. Um, I don't even know if there's any good movies coming. I saw Terminator. Terminator is just... I don't know. I uh, we'll see. Yeah, let's, for another time. All right. Thanks for uh, thanks for listening. If you made it this far, it's our first spoiler review of Street Smart Sports. Um, we just might make it Street Smart Podcast. I don't even know. No, we're, we're branching out. We're branching things outside of the sports. All right. Anyways, thank you, uh, and please share, rate, uh, leave a review, like, and share it with your friends. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. See y'all.